Welcome to the Faith Christian Fellowship of Montego Bay's podcast. We are reaching for His glory through building and teaching. I hope you are encouraged and edified by this message. One of the ministry of the Holy Spirit to the, the believer is to show us things to come. The Bible says the Holy Spirit shows us things to come. Being led by the Holy Spirit many times gives you the advantage of foresight. Foresight gives you the opportunity to prepare and preparation is the key to excellence. So right there, you see the importance or one of the importance of being led by the Holy Spirit. He gives us foresight and uh, foresight gives us the opportunity to prepare. If you are able to see things ahead of time, you are in a better position to prepare for that thing. And preparation is the key to excellence. And so if you're not led by the Holy Spirit, you're going to make decisions in the flesh. And the Bible says, if the blind lead the blind, both will fall in a ditch. So if you are not led by the Holy Spirit, you are proceeding blindly and you are at tremendous risk of falling into a ditch. Matthew 15, 14 speaks to that. To that. If the blind lead the blind, they will both fall in a ditch. And so it is very, very important that we make our path straight. That's why the Bible says the entrance of God's word give light. So it, it shows us where to go so we don't have to fall into a ditch. Now you understand what David was saying when he, when he said, thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path gives me direction so I don't have to fall in a ditch. We don't intend to fall in any ditch and certainly don't intend to take anybody else in, in, in any ditch. We are about building capacity by engaging the law of lift. We're about building relationships and we are going to be able to do that effectively when we are led by the Holy Spirit. I want to read from Romans chapter eight, and we're going to read from verse 14. So it says, for as many as are led by the spirit of God, these are the sons of God. For as many as are led by the spirit of God, these are the sons of God. You are either led by the spirit of God or you're led by the flesh, which by the way, the flesh is manipulated by the kingdom of darkness. So you're either led by the spirit of God or the spirit of darkness. It is possible to be born again, living for God, but you're not led by the spirit of God. And if you're not led by the spirit of God, you are led by the spirit of darkness. So our God 
as you all know, is a God of intent. He's a God of purpose. So any direction that he leads you, he has a reason for leading you in such direction. This is why it is important to be led by the Holy Spirit. He doesn't lead you on a road, nothing at all, just to hang out. No, God is a God of intent. So there is intent in whatever the leading of the Holy Spirit is. So that scripture about as many as are led by the Spirit of God are the sons of God is very, very important because every road lead you somewhere. So every leading of the Lord, as we're saying, has intent and is going to lead you somewhere. So the devil is incapable of leading you into what is good for you. The Holy Spirit uh, leading, the Holy Spirit's leading is always going to network you with a path, a road that will lead you to your destiny. God always has intent in leading you. And wherever he leads you, it's going to network with something else so that you can become all that you intended to be or you can accomplish what he intended for you to accomplish. So if you get in your car and start driving, that road is going to take you somewhere. So if you want to go to the airport, for example, you have to know which road to take you there. Or you go around in circles and never get there. I remember traveling from Tulsa, Oklahoma one, one time and the gentleman that was taking me to the airport didn't know the way. I didn't know the way either. So we took all kinds of roads that led us different places. By the time we found the road that leads us to the airport, the flight was getting ready to taxi down the airport, missed the flight. That's what happened when you are down the wrong road, you miss opportunities. And this is why we cannot afford to subject ourselves to the leading of the kingdom of darkness because that is blind leading. And if the blind lead the blind, both fall into a ditch. I can tell you right now that I've fallen into um, enough ditches in my life. I am not prepared to fall in anymore. So the leading of the Holy Spirit, being led by the Holy Spirit is very important. And so when you're led by the Holy Spirit, you have to know how to have discussions with people who are not led by the Holy Spirit. We're building some foundation here. When you are led by the Holy Spirit, you're someone that is led by the Holy Spirit, you have to, have, you have to know how to have discussions with people who are not led by the Holy Spirit because inevitably you're going to interact with people who are not led by the Holy Spirit. And you don't need to contend with them because they have a different view from what you believe God is saying to you. Just look for the opportunity to advance what God is saying to you. And if you have to walk away from that discussion, you, you do. But you don't have to spend your whole day trying to convince them uh, of what the Lord is saying to you if they're bent on another direction. 
because it is not as clear in everybody's spirit as it is in your spirit, the leading of the Lord. In fact, I want to take the opportunity to say that there is a difference between hearing God's voice speak to you on an occasion or two and being led by the Holy Spirit. There's a big difference there. Many people have heard God's voice before, but they're not led by the Holy Spirit. And so there, there are many people who revel in the fact that when I just got born again or 10 years ago, God spoke to me about this. And uh, when I went, this happened. And I'm not disputing that God um, spoke to you on that occasion. But just because you were spoken to by God on one occasion, it doesn't mean that you're led by the Holy Spirit. In, in fact, if all you can talk about is what happened 10, 15 years ago, that is an indication that you're not led by the Holy Spirit. Oh yeah. Because if you are, you're gonna have new testimonies daily. There is a difference between hearing God's voice and being led by the Holy Spirit. Being led by the Holy Spirit means that you are guided by him in everything that you do. Or at least in most of the things, you might have slip ups here and there. But every believer, every believer in Jesus Christ has had God's uh, speak to them in one way or the other in their life. But certainly not every believer is led by the Holy Spirit. It is extremely dangerous and problematic, I believe, not to be led by the Holy Spirit. Because when you're not led by the Holy Spirit, you're going to go in a different direction than God. It's going to be difficult to get you to focus on what God wants you to do. So it is dangerous, it is problematic not to be led by the Holy Spirit. You know, in the days when communism was in its, you know, heights operating in places like Russia and, and, and even Cuba and many other places in the world, they were, were oppressing the church real uh, badly. And so whenever people gather for church, like on Sunday morning, in many of those places, they could not announce where the night service was going to be because many times the traitors would be there to try and find out where the service was going to be to create trouble. So all they could say at the end of the service, the morning service was, please follow the Holy Ghost for the night service. And the testimony was that more times than not, all the people turned up at the right place without you know, having to be given information by the leader. They were challenged to be led by the Holy Spirit and that, and it happened. And sometimes 
it seems like we have to be under pressure to produce the right results in some areas of our life. But being led by the Holy, Holy Spirit is absolutely uh, critical and we have to pull out all the stops to ensure that we are led by the Holy Spirit. Now, the foundation for effectiveness as a believer in Jesus Christ, as a kingdom citizen, the foundation for effectiveness is knowing God. Not just knowing about God, but knowing God. Many, many, many believers know about God, but they don't know God. In fact, in Matthew chapter 15, and I think is verse 8, the Bible says how much the people praise me. God said the people praise me with their lips, but their hearts are far from me. So they know about me. They know that they should praise me and all of that. But there's no connection. There's no real intimacy and worship. The people praise me with their lips but their hearts are far from me. And the goal, one of the goal of this course this month is for you to know God even more. It's not enough. It is just not enough to know about God. Paul challenged the churches in Galatia. And he said, how could you start out in the spirit and is made perfect in the flesh. How, how is that possible? How is it that you, you start out, things are going good in the spirit and then you are so fortified in the flesh? In other words, that means you don't know God. You were not following God. When you come into a place of knowing God, you can operate on specifics and not just generalize on everything. When you get into a place of knowing God and being led by God, you can stand and say, well, I don't believe this is what the Lord is saying. Or I believe this is what the Lord is saying, and this is what I'm going to stand by. And we can't, we can't always be depending on people to hear from God for us. So that is why we're talking about being led by the Holy Spirit, where each and every one of us is led by the Holy Spirit in our personal life. And then collectively, we're led by the Holy Spirit also. Now, the Old Testament golden text on this issue being led by God, I believe is Proverbs chapter three, verses five to seven. And everybody here knows that portion. It says, trust in the Lord with all thine art and lean not unto thine own understanding in all thy ways, acknowledge him, and he 
shall direct thy path. Well, let's look into that a little bit more. First, it says, trust in the Lord with all thine heart, all thine heart, not most of your heart, but all of your heart, your spirit. In other words, put all your trust in him. If you leave door for the devil to come in, he will come in and mess up what God is saying to you. He will confuse you. So trust in the Lord with all your heart. Don't give any room to the devil to interfere with what God is saying. All your heart. And lean not unto thine own understanding. Now, that is where many believers get caught many times. Leaning on your own, own understanding. So you'll hear people say things like, I know what I'm doing. Yeah, you know what you're doing, but is that what God is saying? I spend my own money. So I do what I want to do and do my own thing. So is that your own understanding? Nobody have to dictate to me or, 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 or speak to me on this because I'm in charge. I'm the leader here. Well, are you operating in your own understanding? I've been traveling this road for 20 years. So I know what I'm doing. Lean not on thine own understanding. So many times we get caught in that area because you might be doing the same thing for 50 years, but in the 51st year, God wants to give you a new direction. Trust in the Lord with all thine heart and lean not unto thine own understanding. And then it goes on to say, in all thy ways acknowledge him. Now, I want you to notice that does not mean that you should inform him of your decision. He said you should acknowledge him and he shall direct your path. But most time people just inform God of their decision and ask him to bless it or, or command him to bless it. It, does, it doesn't work that way. In all thy ways, acknowledge him, all thy ways. Well, I, I'm just going into town and come back. What, what, I don't need to acknowledge God about that. Well, it says in all your ways, acknowledge him. And he shall direct thy path. We need some Holy Ghost-led people in 2021 to rise up and carry out the assignments of God in the simplest of areas, in the greatest of areas. The key to overcoming in this season is to be led by the Holy Ghost. In all thy ways, acknowledge him. How many times people have issues and they tell you all of, the, of whom they've spoken to and what this one says and what the other says, but yet 
They have not brought the, mat the matter before God. They have not acknowledged him. In all thy ways acknowledge him. And again, acknowledging God doesn't mean that you inform him of your decision. You seek his counsel for direction. Some of you used to be led by the Holy Spirit. But you have gotten so busy that you've been leaning on your own understanding. Well, we want to provoke you over this next month to return to being led by the Holy Spirit. When was the last time that you can truly say to yourself that, oh, I was led by the Holy Spirit to do that and I did it. Consciously led by the Holy Spirit to do it and I did it and, and this is the result. Or is it that you are so busy with your own understanding? You know, it's always good to be in the company of certain people who know uh, how to do certain things, more mature in the things of God and can guide you along and all that kind of stuff. Always beautiful to learn from uh, people who have the experience and exposure and, and track record in certain areas. And I think everybody would want to sit at the feet of Jesus like the disciples and learn from Jesus. Because, I mean, he was the ultimate example. Or he's the ultimate example as it relates to on earth being led by God, being led by the Holy Spirit. And as we lay this foundation this tonight about um, being led by the Holy Spirit and knowing God, we want to look at a prayer that Jesus himself prayed and draw some insights from that. Jesus taught his disciples to pray, but what a good thing it would be to be with him while he was praying and just hear some of the things that he prayed. Well, we have the opportunity to actually do that. See, get in the word of God and see some of the things, listen some of the things that he prayed and draw some strength from that. So let's read St. John chapter 17, verse 3. Talking a little bit now about knowing God. It says, and this is eternal life. Jesus himself was praying. He wasn't teaching anybody to pray here. He was praying to the Father. Well, let's even start from verse 1. Jesus spoke these words, lifted up his eyes to heaven and said, Father, the hours come, glorify your son, that your son may also glorify you, as you have given him authority over all flesh, that he should give eternal life to as many as you have given him. And this is eternal life, that they may know you, the only true God, and Jesus Christ, whom you have sent. 
So uh, Jesus said, this is eternal life, that they might know thee. We're talking about know God. That word know is a very interesting word in the scripture. In fact, it is found over 1300 and maybe 68 times in the scripture, in the New Testament. And the word know, K-N-O-W, comes from the Greek word ginosko, G-I-N-O-S-K-O. And it means to recognize through an intimate growing relationship, right? Ginosko, to recognize through an intimate growing relationship. So it's not something that is static, but you're growing and knowing the person day after day. So Jesus was praying that we would know God that way. That we would have an intimate, growing relationship with God. He prayed that we would know him. In fact, Paul captured it beautifully and, and really got this to the core. And maybe that helped him to become the leading missionary in the early church. Because in Philippians chapter 3, let's read Philippians chapter 3, verse 9 and 10. He, Paul, spoke about knowing God, which is uh, absolutely important. Philippians chapter 3, verse 9 and 10. And be found in him, not having my own righteousness, which is from the law, but that which is through faith in Christ, the righteousness which is from God by faith, that I may know him, that I may know him. That's what Paul was saying. I want to know him and the power of his resurrection and the fellowship of his suffering being conformed to his death. So we see the same word know, and it is the same Greek word ginosko that is used in that text, that I might know him and the power of his resurrection and the fellowship of his suffering. So God wants us to know him in that way, not just to know about him, not just to be baptized and secure um, our way to heaven, but he wants us to know him in an intimate, growing relationship. Jesus prayed it. Paul also declared it. So there is no shortcut to having a proper relationship with God. No shortcut at all. I mean, there is no substitute. It is important that every one of us realize that it is going to be a big effort from each of us individual to know God in the way that he desires so that we can be led by the Holy Spirit and uh, accomplish the results that he desires for us. Now, when you 
confess Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior of your life. He instantly comes in, uh, come in and, and lives and live in your spirit. That is the born again experience. That's what we call you got saved or uh, you got born again. But God doesn't want for you to, to camp out at that station for the rest of your life. Of course, it is important to be born again and he wants you to be born again. But he doesn't want you to just camp out at the born again station for the rest of your life. He wants you to grow. The only testimony that some people have is Calvary. We thank God for your salvation. We thank God that you received the Lord uh, as Savior. That is very, very important. But that is not the only testimony God wants you to have. He wants you to grow in him. He doesn't want you to camp out at the born again station for the rest of your life. It is his desire for you to grow in him. It is crucial to grow in God, but to grow in God, you have to know God. You have to come into a place of having relationship with God. So for you to know God, you have to spend time with God, spend quality time with God. There's no two ways around that. And I thank God for men and women that he has raised up with psalmist anointing, with teaching gift, with preaching gift. And we thank God for all the tapes that are around. But spending quality time with God is not just about listening to what other people say about God. It's about you talking to God. It's about you loving on God. It's about you being intimate with God. It is about you spending time to know him. There's just no substitute for that. You singing to yourself in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, as the Bible says, making melody in your heart, praying in the Holy Ghost, praying in the with the understanding also, spending time with God. You cannot know someone well if you don't spend time with them. You cannot know God properly if you don't spend time with him. It's not good enough to just tell God good morning. The foundation to effectiveness, to being led by the Holy Spirit is knowing God. And for that to happen, you have to sacrifice time. And believe me, that excuse that you don't have enough time in the day and that you have to do this and that, that's not gonna cut it at all. I don't care what you have to do. That excuse is not good enough not to um, know God. You must find time to spend with God if you're going to know him. Or, and if you don't do that, you're going to again proceed blindly and if you proceed blindly, it is highly likely that you'll fall in a ditch. And 
those following you will fall in a ditch also. And let me tell you one of the reasons why this is so absolutely necessary in, in these days that we live, because there are for everything genuine that there is, all that God has established, there is the fake version out there. The devil comes up with the fake version. And there are those fakes that claim to hear from God that don't hear from God. But if, if nobody really hear from God, people start believing those fakes. So we need people who will spend the time to know God and to be led by God, to stand in the gap. And demonstrate what knowing God is about, what being led by God is about. Also, it is important, very important, that the youngsters, the next generation, sees that in the church, sees it in the lives of the believers, sees it, uh, see, sees that in the life of their parents, see them being led by God. Yeah, let's pray about this and see what the leading of the Lord is. Spending time with God is absolutely critical. I grew up in a church where they would sing songs like learning to lean on Jesus. It's learning God. So growing in God is about understanding how God operates and learning how to respond to God better and better and better. Right? Let, me, let me say that again. Growing in God is about understanding how God operates. The only way you're going to understand how God operates is to get close to him, is to know him. Because believe me, everything can't be taught about the leading of the Lord. It is as you get more and more intimate with God, then you are going to understand certain intricacies about the leading of the Lord. So growing in God and knowing God is about understanding how God operates and then learning how to respond to God better and better. So there are times when we might miss God, but as you continue to spend time with him, you will learn how to respond to him better and better. And so we have to take that time out to learn, learn how to respond to him better and better that we are not making the same mistakes over and over and over again. God is longing for our fellowship, just like we want to know him. He wants us to know him. And let me wrap up by saying this, that in learning to be led by the Holy Spirit, in learning uh, to know God better and better, mistakes will be made. There is just none of us that uh, knows how to be led by the Holy Spirit of God 
that did not make mistakes when we were learning. All of us thought God was speaking at one time when he wasn't speaking or thought it wasn't God that was speaking when it was God that was speaking. The way you solve that is by spending more and more time with God and knowing how God leads so you can respond accordingly. So we can, we're okay when the new converts make those mistakes. Once they're growing and learning and all of that. But after 25 years of serving the Lord, 10 years of serving the Lord, no, you shouldn't be at that stage at all. You shouldn't be putting out fleece uh, before God. If you're speaking, let it rain today. Or this or that. No, after 25 years, after 35 years of walking with the Lord, you should know the voice of the Lord. But, if you don't, this is why this course is here this month, so that you can spend the rest of your days enjoying the joy of being led by the Holy Spirit, having the pleasure of knowing that you stepped out on divine authority. Because God spoke to you. And God wants to lead you in every area of your life. Not just in your giving. Not in your, just in your finances. Sometimes that is what is emphasized. But he wants to lead you in every area. He is interested in every detail of your life. We are expecting to have more testimonies this year. To be more precise to uh, be more specific as we proceed because we are going to be led by the Holy Spirit. We refuse to lean on our own understanding. We will trust the Lord with every detail of our lives, knowing that he cares for us. We thank you so much for joining us today. God bless you and have a great day. You may contact us by email at fcfmontegobay at gmail.com or follow us on Instagram at fcfmobay and on Facebook at fcfmontegobay.